You want the facts? We want to share them with you. Together, we'll boldly unpack the deeper truths inside the real estate industry's most relevant issues. This is Getting Real with Rob. Here's your host, Rob Namfeld. Hello and welcome to Getting Real with Rob. Today's guest is Fran West, the Director of Development for Crescent Communities. Welcome, Fran. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Rob. Happy to be here. Good. Thanks for stopping in. So to begin today's episode, we we will start with our ever popular lightning round of questions. Let's just break the ice this way. Um, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Rapid responses are best, and we're just going to go through them real quick. All right? Sounds great. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. What's the first thing you ever won? Well, I don't win a lot of things. I have to work hard for a lot of things. But uh, first thing I ever won that I can recall was a gift card at a Live After Five <laughs> in Charlotte uh, when I moved here out of college. Do they still do those? I don't know that they do, but it was the one uptown on the Wells Fargo or I guess Wachovia Uh Plaza. Uh And uh, it was a gift card that led me to meeting my hairdresser of 17 years. Wow. And so that is probably one of the first things I've ever won. Um, And yeah, probably the longest person I've known in Charlotte. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Positive. A little different. Way to start. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right. Where do you go to relax? Seabrook. Okay. Beach. Uh, what is the one place in the world that you haven't visited that you'd like to you'd like to go? There's a ton of places that I haven't visited. Give me top three. Um, I want to do the Rim to Rim hike at the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Lake Como. And I've never been I've never been out west. And my grandmother well, likes to Yellowstone. And my grandmother's always like, you should know your own country before you know other countries. <laughs> That's a good point. And actually. So, now that my girls are five and eight, I think we're probably going to do more traveling probably out. So like go to the Yellowstone and go to the Grand Canyon and things like that. So what's the furthest west you've been? Oh, I've been to California. OK, OK. You but just like I haven't done like. You know, after Yellowstone, I want to go to Montana and like go on a dude ranch, right, right. you know, like okay. I want to like do the whole Western. Maybe do a few 14ers in Colorado, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not sure. Okay. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Okay. All right, cool. Um, all right. What's your favorite sport? Tennis. Okay. I know. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, what's your favorite pizza topping? Don't eat a lot of pizza, uh, but Mac gets that uh, Hawaiian pizza from Hawthorne's. With the pineapple on it? Yes. And I cannot. I know it's polarizing. Well, but I'm it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I As can't my five-year-old would say, that's illegal. Uh, well, pineapple tell, on pizza. tell your five-year-old that she needs to taste <laughs> that one. It's pretty delish. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Different strokes. Uh, what, are you green thumb or not? Uh, was black thumb until COVID. Okay. Something happened. Really? My plants stay alive. That's I nice. actually grow flowers and tomatoes. I don't know. If something happens, I switch flip. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that before, but that's, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, uh, name me your favorite child. Oh, just kidding. Rob. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see how you'd react. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, Great. okay. So as director of development, tell us a little bit about your responsibilities. You know, what do you do in your position? Um, yeah. and then maybe, even some of the stuff you did before that kind of prepared you for this. Yeah. So um, I'm a director of development at Crescent on our commercial team. I technically am special projects, which I love to tell Brendan is uh, perfect for me. Um, but so I, my main to like day-to-day job is we have an office tower in Uptown or in South End called uh, Carson and Tryon. 
that we have been working on the design development of and hope to pre-lease and construct it soon. Uh, so day-to-day management of that. Work on the River District here in Charlotte. Okay. Um, work with the team that's been doing that for years to help um, on the commercial pursuit side. And then I work across our portfolio and our commercial team to help with any, um, you know, my background in economic development, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about in a second, but okay. help on any of those pursuits and best possession, position Crescent as a partner of choice. Okay. So prior to Crescent, um, I, so civil engineer, mm-hmm. background out of Clemson, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, throughout some time transitioned, eventually coming back to Charlotte and working for the city of Charlotte. Worked in our engineering department and um, had always heard of this lady named Tracy Dodson. And I was like, I want to go work for Tracy. (laughs) And she was at Lincoln Harris at the time working on the River District. So this is all like a full circle. And then ended up um, working for her at the city of Charlotte, uh, leading business recruitment on her team and economic development, which I did through the fall of 2021. Took a little break um, and then ended up at Crescent in March of 2022. Been there a little over a year. Um, and so taking that experience specifically on the business recruitment economic development lens and helping advance the commercial team at Crescent, it's really been a delight. It's been really fun to take all of those relationships and bring them together mm-hmm. to create something special here. Uh, still working with people that I love on projects that are cool. That's great. Um, you said you took a little break. I, I did the same. I actually retired twice um, before I came back. Um, what, what did you do on here during so your break? I, uh, I just really burned out. I was part of the great right. resignation. Um, uh-huh. It was hard during COVID. I had two little kids and yep. a lot was changing in the economy. And Matt, my husband works for Atrium Health and we all know the healthcare mm-hmm. challenges that went on. And so um, I took five months off and played mom. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I poured into my kids and to my husband and to my family and friends and had really nice, relaxed holidays. Um, And COVID was still, you know, I don't remember where it was, but daycare ended up closing for five weeks. So Mm -hmm. really got to play mom. Mm -hmm. And spent some um, time at the pool. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was great. We had a really, it, it was, it was, it was fun, but I, I did realize and affirm my decision that I love solving problems and mm-hmm. like adding value. And for me, that that joy is found in working. I am, I was excited to come work at Crescent. Well, interestingly enough, your LinkedIn profile, <laughs> you define yourself as a solution finder. Yeah. Um, you also uh, discuss being uh, always curious. Um, how, why did you decide to use those specific adjectives? I love solving problems. So again, civil mm-hmm. engineer background now, you know, ended up in economic development, business recruitment, now in commercial real estate development. And I think the underlying thread there is how can, I don't care what the problem is. I just love to work with a team to get to a solution, mm-hmm. whether it's a team of my peers or colleagues or people from around the community. Um, I love being a part of that story and solving problems. I, I like to run to them instead of away from them. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Um, and then just being curious, like I love to challenge the status quo, right? Like I love to say, how can we do this better or differently? Or what if we did this instead of that? Or, you know, how can we reimagine something that was previously thought to be, you know, different? And so I think embracing curiosity is important. And I think sometimes, um, 
embracing it in a positive light too. So like it could be perceived as challenging, right? Or like, oh, you know, you're always um, thinking of different things, but I think embracing curiosity is like a great skill set for people to have. And I like to always see how we can innovate differently, right? Mm -hmm. You're probably extremely effective when it comes to convincing um, nearby uh, residents that the new development is a good idea. Because <laughs> you convinced me. Right? Always be selling. Always be selling. <laughs> uh, spe speaking of of sort of big in, big positive impacts um, yeah. for the city, uh, let's talk about the River District a little bit. Yeah. Um, can you give our listeners sort of a quick snapshot of, you know, sort of how that got off the ground, where we are now, where we're going, and then any other detail related to that that might be yeah, interesting so, to know. Yeah, so, you know, just taking the sidebar here, like, I used to work for the city of Charlotte, business recruitment, right? Like, we were always, we felt like we knew the city. I literally had never scratched the surface on the River District. Now that I'm at Crescent, I've learned so much. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I worked for Tracy Dodson, who was part of the original team on the Lincoln-Harris side for the River District. And so, you know, it's been around since, gosh, I think in the public eye, probably since 2016, when it went through a big rezoning and the mm -hmm. vision. Um, and for the past five, six, seven years, it's been in a planning and infrastructure phase. So again, it's 1,300 acres beside the Catawba River and the airport that's generally undeveloped. I mean, we have to put in roads, water, sewer, power, um, you know, fiber and any, any kind of what we take for granted living in, you know, urban Charlotte right. is a whole different landscape. And so we've spent the past um, seven-ish years working on that. West Boulevard, um, which right now dead ends essentially at 485, mm -hmm. uh, was under construction. It'll extend all the way to Dixie and I'll deliver in next year around this time. Mm -hmm. And we're going, um, we're doing the site planning and we'll be going vertical on Westro, which is the heart of the river district. So the river district, 1300 acres, you know, it's gonna have 2,500 homes. Um, it was envisioned for a large office employment district. It's gonna have a riverfront park, lots of trails and green space. I mean, it's really a, a will be the newest, coolest place in the city, mm -hmm. master planned community, all the details are thought through. But the heart of it is this, is this um, town center called Westro. And uh, it'll have office and retail and homes and apartments. And it'll have a two acre working farm where it's really teaching uh, the community around uh, sustainable farm, like how to grow your own produce and how to live off the land in a way, which is core stewardship is a core tenant at the River District, like how we're protecting our environment. That's super important to Crescent. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's super important at the River District. And there'll be an event center and parks and there's gonna be a restaurant and we're gonna be out there and having a cocktail while our kids are playing on the playground. And uh, there'll be farmer's markets on the weekends and it will be this very uh, inclusive and activated space. And so that'll deliver summer of 25. That's So So it, it almost sounds like a self-contained, like a sort of a subset of, of Charlotte really it's out there. Some market like, in a way, right? Yeah, like, right, right. And, and it'll be, you know, they'll have this like great riverfront park, which is the city within the city. It'll be city of Charlotte, believe it or not, it's only riverfront access. Huh. That, you know, we hope to have, you know, great programming and activation. How can we partner with centers like the Whitewater Center, mm -hmm. right? And think through like a, a great idea. call it like a blue trail, like connecting on the Catawba. Okay. You know? Okay. There's just a lot of ideas out there on like how 
we don't want to just build to build. We mm-hmm. want to create something really special. It's legacy building, right? Mm-hmm. Not just for us, but for the city. Yeah. And the price points, you know, are, you know, it's envisioned to be inclusive of all, like in our first phase, there's 87 affordable housing units being delivered. Okay. So it's intended to be diverse and inclusive and, and more, I think, fitting with what today's, I say today's talent from mm-hmm. my old job, <laughs> like today's, you know, society wants, right? right? Um, when you say affordable, what is it? A, do you measure that on um, area median income mm-hmm. or, okay. Yeah. What's, what's the. I, th- it, I think there's a split. Okay. Um, Laurel Street is partnering. So okay. we donated yep. the land okay. and Laurel Street is executing on it. And I think they got some trust fund dollars as well. Okay. That's great. Um, That's I don't great. remember the split. I do think there's 30, 50, 30, 50, 80. I okay. think there's some at every level. I don't know the mix. Okay. No, oh, that's great. That's, yeah. That's, and there's an affordable housing commitment uh, just with the river district in general as well. So mm-hmm. there'll be more of that. Okay. What, what else on the, we've heard a little bit about tennis lately. Yeah. So how can you miss it? Uh, it was a big night last night. County commission approved uh, up to $30 million uh, uh, towards the, the tennis on, facility. On the heels of the city council. Yep. Right? City council approved, um, gosh, probably close to a month ago, $65 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, The state um, is looking towards that as well in their budget. Um, and so, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, uh, there, we're working with a group um, out of Charleston who owns a tournament up in Mason, Ohio, that they're looking at relocating to Charlotte and at the River District that will host one of uh, ATP 1000 tournaments. So it's a tennis tournament that leads up to the U.S. Open. All the big players come. It's a two-week tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll draw you know, 300,000 people to Charlotte over two weeks and have a really large economic impact on, on the city. Kind of like the president's cup, but every year. Right. So, and it has an international draw and international presence. And um, so that's super exciting for us. It's something that we never envisioned. Uh, It's on the Western edge of the river district. So closer to 485 Westro that I was talking to you about and the rivers on the other side, right. There's some separation. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're super excited for the opportunity and we're hopeful that BMOC Capital chooses Charlotte mm-hmm. and that the incentives look like they're going to um, play forward for their in their favor. Um, well, and they're, they're also bringing about two thirds of the dollars yes. uh, to, in terms of the investment. So that's pretty yeah. significant. Yeah. I mean, they're looking at I think they're they're saying it's around four hundred million dollars. Yeah, That's a big deal. Yeah. It's a lot of tax revenue coming into the city and county. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, you know, a, a big play for the entertainment workforce here Mm -hmm. and you know with concert it's not just going to be a two-week tennis tournament it's going to be lots of concerts and activation and events and I think it just adds to the river district as this destination maybe more regionally and in the southeast as opposed to just in Charlotte if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense yes um so we at Crescent are really looking at like how how do we best partner with this and how does it help shape the river district and how does the river district and our core principles and values help shape tennis. And there's this really cool um, partnership that could happen with us and the city and the county and BMOC to, you know, just further enhance the place that we're building. That's exciting. There's a lot of excitement and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll know soon who they're going to choose, but it's, you know, blending my old world with my new world, my old people with my new people. So it's been really special for me uh, to go down this path. Well, and that would add to the significant portfolio of sports-related uh, amenities here in Charlotte. Right. Pretty, think, pretty big deal. I think earlier this year we were ranked as like the third best city for sports business. Mm-hmm. 
And I think again, like this is just adding to that, to your point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were some good comments made last night too um, around that. So I think Charlotte's just evolving. That's good. That's exciting. Um, all right. So go back, going back to the general kind of your day to day, what do you think, what would you suggest are your biggest obstacles you face? Um, and then what makes your job easy? Let's start with the easy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all like to do that? <laughs> I mean, I work with great people. Uh, like I am driven by people. You do. Crescent's been a long time. Oh, the member. Best we love those people. guys. Yep. I yep. mean, I am so thankful. I have the best time at work mm -hmm. and I work with great people who are smart and talented and kind people. Mm -hmm. And then we work on super cool projects. So when you blend really great projects and really great people, it's just a joy. It's mm -hmm. a gift uh, to work at Crescent. Um, I think the hard part right now is, you know, time and money, right? I think money's hard to come by. Because it's, it's the interest rates. Things yeah, like the interest rates. Um, and there's so many great ideas that are kind of just hanging out there until, um, you know, the capital markets kind of settle a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, and it just takes time, right? It takes time to get these things done. And I think when you so are so passionate about things, like you want them to happen tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and that's just not the case. And, you know, just on a comical note, like, of course, I love to design. We all love to build these beautiful things, but they cost money. And so on one of my projects right now, it's like, let's value engineer. We got to cut, <laughs> cut some costs. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that's not fun. <laughs> that's so not fun. fun. <laughs> uh, uh, so that that's, but yeah, people people and projects, I mean, I think outweigh any of the challenges that that come your way. Speaking of people, I have to deal with people on a pretty regular basis. Um neighbors near, um, potential development areas. Um, uh, most of our listeners are related to the real estate industry yeah. in some way, realtors, builders, both commercial, residential, uh, et cetera, uh, developers. Um, what would you, what would you tell other developers or sort of the secrets, you know, whether they're smaller operators or larger, um, you know, for, sort of the hints for getting, for getting projects approved and through the process. What, what are, what are yeah. the things you, that you do that make you successful? I think being kind and just being authentic. Mm -hmm. Relating. And like knowing what you want and sticking to your story mm -hmm. and understanding, you know, I think neighbors is one is, you know, others outside of Jason. And then I think there's also like, as you're moving things through a process that may be more regulatory, but I think your brand sticks wherever you go and however you treat people. And I think being able to walk into different situations, especially if you're doing continuing to work in the same community like Charlotte and having the reputation that, you know what, she's kind, she's going to approach this with integrity and she's going to do what's right. And I think making sure that you stick to that, um, I think we all can get tied up in like a sense of urgency um, and a, you know, we got to get this done and how can we manipulate the situation to like get what we need. But, mm -hmm. you know, that follows you. And I think how, I think really just taking the time to, you know, let it run a process and doing it in a way that's respectful and, you know, keeping and doing what's right at the end of the day is important because this is a, the, the, the smallest big town you like you'll ever live in, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, being on the city side, I saw a lot of that where people 
people weren't kind, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think especially when you are working with government employees, they work really hard and have a lot to do in a short amount of time. And we expect, we expect a lot from them. We expect a lot Mm -hmm. from them. And like, we want them to make our priority their priority. And they've got 22 people like me saying the same thing. Right. You know, it's like, how do I make your job easier? How do I make it easier for you to get to a yes than to come at it from a no, because you're getting an incomplete picture. Right. And so I think like really just treating people um, the way that you want to be treated Mm -hmm. and you would expect to be treated in that situation is, will go a long way. So we are, you you talk about kind of a big, small town. Um, There are people moving here that are, that are not going to stop. Because no. of, because of the places they're moving yeah. from. That's that's I'm um, that's my well, story. We've built to a it. great place, we Rob. Have. I we mean, have. it's a phenomenal place. We have. So, what do we do to keep it going in that direction and not screw it up? You know, I think um, creating. I mean, we're on the hills of the UDO, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, re- UDO implementation, and I think again, you, Rob Rebic, has worked really hard on the UDO, the real estate community. Still has some work to do. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> But creating a framework, I think sometimes we get so driven by policy that we miss a big picture and we miss those implications. So like, how do we create a framework that we believe is going to get us to our end goals, but allows for nimbleness and flexibility to ensure that the projects that we do know are right and they, and they will be successful can move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of lessons to be learned, right? And we're going to make mistakes um, as a city. And we're going to learn from other people's mistakes and do it right and better. But in my opinion, it's fixing the things we know we can fix and we're confident in and then leaving us flexibility in the ones that we're not sure about, but we think this is the path that we want to go down. It sounds like patience are important too. Yeah. And that's not most people's strongest. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, not mine. <laughs> or we're both parents of small children. Yes. So I think we are both that parents of small children <laughs> and have full-time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, and our spouses do as well. Uh, <laughs> um, the juggle is real. It is. Um, well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, uh, things that you're working on or any, any additional advice to, to Rebic members? Um, no, I, I think, it's an exciting time to be in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of growth opportunities in all different types of industries. And I think that, you know, putting on my old hat of business recruitment, just continuing to invest in infrastructure in Charlotte, especially around schools and childcare Mm -hmm. and early education and what that looks like as a community, because when people are moving here and when companies are moving here, they're going to look to that. That's going to be a, a, a measure of, is Charlotte the right choice for them? I mean, housing availability is another one, right? That's right. a hard one for us to tackle. But hey, we're going to build houses in the River District eventually, <laughs> right? <laughs> we're going to try. Selling, we're going to do our part. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think really how do we as a community just look at it holistically? And it's more than just like UDO and things like that. But, you know, as, as evidenced in the past month, right? I mean, we had a city council and county commission bring forward an economic development deal in record time. And a special shout out to Leslie Johnson and Tracy Dodson who did that on their teams and, you know, having, but that's a nimbleness, right? That's a nimbleness within our local government to be able to, to advance opportunities and seize those opportunities they present themselves. Right. And that should be celebrated. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. 
Um, well, thank you, Fran, for getting real with Rob. Thanks, uh, Rob, for having me. It's <laughs> very fun. Fran West, Director of Development at Crescent Communities. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Getting Real with Rob. This podcast is produced by the Real Estate and Building Industry Coalition in Charlotte, North Carolina. Learn more about us at rebic.com. That's R-E-B-I-C.com. We'll talk to you next time.